Welcome to a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive Producers Deb Barnett and Doug Nickber. You can find us at BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter and at www.bacnpodcast.com. Enjoy the show. And now, Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Metal orange, the most Lord metal, orange. the most metal orange in the Lord world. Orange. Until you start moving your fingers, then it's the most. Metal oh, dude, I got a totally sack. fucking rad fucking black metal font, like that fucking like hard to read fucking death metal font. I have that. Hard to read shit. That's good. So people are like, so it's like one of those boxes where it's like, are you really who you say you are? Type in ND forty three nine F, and you're like, is that an M? N? Is that a three or? Or an e? is it a I, metal band? I don't know what it is. Um. Yeah, but I mean that's. Like, the more metal you are, the harder your name is to read. Like, that's just Metal 101. My, my metal Except name would be pretty awesome. Except for Slayer. Plano. Slayer's coming, by the way. JR wants to get a bunch of us together. Do you know Vanilla Ice is playing at uh, the Grizzly Slayer's Rose? Playing. I think it's Do you tonight. know I just said Slayer and then he brought up Vanilla Ice? Uh, no, I love Slayer, don't get me wrong, but I like Vanilla Ice a little Slayer's bit more. Slayer's coming with... Uh... I want to say Morbid Angel, but I don't... I don't that's that's not right. I think it's another M band though. Oh, they're coming with uh, not obituary. Fuck, that was a band. No, I was trying suicidal to suicidal tendencies. Yes, that's what. But it obituary is. was this band. I was talking to Jr. about it, and I was like, because I was like, who the fuck is playing guitar? Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is playing guitar for him with Hanneman being dead? And he's like, oh, it's the guy from. And then he said like from Six Feet Under, and I was like, oh, the first one that sounded like. And I couldn't think of the band, and it was fucking obituary. I'm gonna fucking text Jared like We start like, getting into metal like this, and I'm just like, yep, I'm a casual listener. I don't know like what the one fuck time everybody is talking I about. I heard Rain and Blood. One time they made me listen to Pantera for a show. But I'm still pretty stoked that Vanilla Ice is playing at the Grizzly Rose. Why there? I don't know. Does he get a little hee haw, put on a hat, think that he's. Uh, no, he's gonna. Uh, I thought he was rebuilding houses last time. I was gonna say. Time he, on well, then he, and then he went Amish. He went Amish? Well, it was like, he redesigns Amish houses for some strange reason. Okay, no, no. Stella! Whoa. Hold on. (laughs) No. Stella! No, you're allowed to hit the table when it's your penis hitting the table. Not when there's a mic on it. Oh, that'll... Should I just go next time instead? Yeah, just give yourself a hummer. Giving myself a hummer. So what else we got? I hate you. I hope, uh, hopefully no more metal bands because I'm like in the dark on that. But I do have a funny story. I just went to metal. take a piss. Metal. I went to take a piss a few minutes ago. And I'm sitting in there and I... I, I You're I, sitting to pee, huh? No. <laughs> sitting in there. Bam! Oh, what is... world. Got what me. What are you, so Anyway, I... So Sitting in I was sitting next you to my buddy. Joke. Sports joke. Him and I were jo- dropping deuces right next to each other. We were sharing the same toilet paper. Anyway. In no. Soviet so Russia, I, I go in there. you. I go in there, and I'm, I'm getting ready he to... sits to I got it. Oh, my God. This is just too funny, and you guys are ruining it. Go, 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 go. I, I, really I, I get everything out, and I'm, I'm getting ready to take a piss. Everything? And I hear, you got to pull the, the fucking... The balls out? The balls out, out too, yeah. Because, dude, if not, then everything kind of gets a little bit too sensitive. Okay, gotcha. I got big balls, man. I, I don't want to tell you. Um, is that why anyway. you sit down? So, <laughs> he doesn't. He likes the yeah, hitting. Right the when they, right when they hit the water, everything flows. <laughs> they great. hover. They hover. <laughs> he likes the cool. He likes the anyway, soggy nuts. So anyway, I, I'm getting ready to piss, and uh, there are three women in the room behind 
you watching a movie right now. As yeah. soon as I start to pee, I hear three women laugh, and I'm like, oh, well, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Did I leave the door cracked? And no, luckily the door was not cracked, but it was he very did not good timing. you sitting to pee. Mm-hmm. No, I was totally standing, dude. Jesus, I will pee in your ear right now standing up. <laughs> fuck off. But, Ryan, you're going to have to lay down so you can sit on your head. Oh, <laughs> that was brutal. Uh, oh, man, so... Doug is on today. I, I'm, I'm shitting gold. I'm pretty sure I want to get into some sports talk. Here. Welcome to shooting the gap. Yes. Cheers. Last Cheers. football edition. No, nah, it's not the last because you know it starts soon. Free agency, draft day, yeah, that off fills, season. That fills in all training the camp stuff. Training camp. Hey, you guess what Champ did today? He jogged around the field a couple times, and then he caught a couple balls, and then they went into the locker room and showered together, naked. Like you would when you shower. Is that, is that the news we'll have? I don't know. That'll be our news. like our sports minute. That, that'll be it. Some our NFL some, minute. Some sports player took a shower naked. You heard it here, folks. It's only he weird doesn't if shower you don't wear board shorts and sandals, guys. It's only weird. Uh, so I guess we'll talk about some stuff today. What are we gonna start on first? We'll there, Mr. talk Silva. about you know. First thing we're gonna start off is we're gonna talk about my Sam Adams cherry wheat, which is very delicious. Amazing. And very cherry, also. But what do you got there? I've got a Samuel Adams cold snap, and a small little hey, bottle of Seagrams here. How about the timing on your cold snap? But um, it's fucking cold in Colorado for all of our China listeners and Canadian listeners. Because there's a few of them, right? Well, yeah, but the people in Canada probably think we're dicks saying it's cold here. It was, 40, it was 43. Their polar vortex can kiss my ass. It was the same as our polar vortex. It can't. You're sitting down. It's the Oh, my God. Now the joke down. is... Now the joke is... Well, you know you what? never said I sit. Mm-mm. So I'm sitting in there, right? Yeah, that sounded bad. You know? pulling, pulling everything out. Rewind he has like, to take out kidding. his tampon before he pees. Oh, That's geez. what he meant. Man. Out of my Doug ass. Doug is on fire. Telling you. Here we uh, go. Okay, well, you know, we're going to talk about... Uh, they're on my side. Talk about uh, Super Bowls. Thanks, oh, What was the final score of that game, We'll Silva? talk about <laughs> top five quarterback prospects. We'll talk oh, about... I just got a dirty look. <laughs> top five... Nerd flicks slash underdog flicks slash nerdy slash nerdy flicks. Flicks. Okay. Ill, yeah, the ill-defined. Top and then we'll we have. Talk, a we'll talk. We got a top twenty-five for you this week. It's because we have to do the internet justice because the NFL is fucking it up and we can't allow that. Well, so we're going to give you our top twenty-five quarterbacks. It's not going to be like our regular and top five, though, so don't worry. We're not going to sit here and talk about it for ten hours, okay? We yeah. might. Doug's can, already yawning. And I'm already pretty excited about <laughs> taking our uh, podcast taking our podcast, and actually posting it to that page. I, I think that would be kind of fun. I guarantee we gain listeners, and I guarantee that we're going to have a lot of people I can tag them in the Twitter. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's hey, at, NF, or at, at, at NFL well. Insider. Insider. That's here's a, our okay. top five. I believe it's called. Okay. Me. I'll make a note. Fuck um, that. Your list is wrong. You're letting fans do it, and that's bullshit. And that's stupid. You got to let uh, experts like ourselves go ahead and get yeah. on that shit. Experts like that Ryan who pee. <laughs> picked the Broncos to win by ten, and James who picked the Broncos to win by four. Picked the Broncos to lose a long time ago. And then finally, I pick them to win, and they lose. So, in all honesty, Broncos fans. If we you're listening, experts. please, please continue to listen to us. Um, I'm sorry that I, I caused the Broncos to lose. It was 
pretty much on me. We will share the blame. It's my fault that it was a blowout, but we all know it's James's fault that it was a loss. I'm a dick. I bought say? a New Jersey. I'm sorry. A New Jersey for New Jersey? You know what? I want all the Broncos fans to know that I made two pitchers of these awesome little sweet little things called Omaha shots. Every time Peyton Manning was going to say, Omaha, Omaha, everybody in the garage would have to take an Omaha shot. The unfortunate thing was is nobody heard Peyton Manning say Omaha one time because he was too busy with nice, pretty blue and turquoise down his throat pretty much the whole game. Yeah, and you couldn't hear him say Omaha because it was really loud there and nobody was expecting that. Well, you know what? Um, after listening to a couple of our local radio stations out here, they said that 60% of the fans in the crowd were Bronco fans. But... I heard that beforehand. But, but basically what happened was... Everybody the Bron- was hyped up because it was cold. The so Broncos weren't the doing the Broncos weren't doing enough to get the fans riled up. So that's why you heard that forty percent twelfth man. They showed up. What you heard was not everybody's. First of all, not everybody's going to be a fan of one particular team. You're going to have you have people who are pure haters. There are people who hate Peyton Manning. I you, I used to be one of those people. Okay, I won't lie to you. But you know what he did? He went around. And he finally won a Super Bowl, and you're like, all right, whatever. you know, I give this guy a hard time because he always wipes the floor with my Broncos. So deservingly so. Now he's one of your Broncos. Now he's one of my Broncos. But prior to that, I had a ton of respect for Peyton Manning. Like, you know, I was just, I realized I was just one of those people who was hating greatness. It's the reason why. Because greatness was kicking your ass. This is the reason I have gotten over hating on Tom Brady. You, there are reasons I could see why you would hate him. You'd be like, oh, he's a pretty boy. Blah, blah, I still blah. hate the son oh, of a bitch. Got, he's in well, my division. He's in your division, so you got good, good cause. <laughs> Tom Brady was a fucking raider. I would be like, fuck that guy. Okay? I'd be like, he's good, but I fucking hate him. But I get it. No, it's, I don't understand the hate for greatness. People want to see Peyton fail, and I don't I don't want to see him why. fail. But people do. What did I tell you that night in the garage, watching the Super Bowl? I said, you told me I, a lot of things. You're like, it's going to be all right, bro. Oh, God, back. I did. I'm sorry. I gave you hugs, too. It's, I actually cried with you for about 30 seconds. It's going to be all right, seconds. bro. Listen, come take an Omaha shot. Nah, dude. It's good. As soon as they do something good, guess what? I didn't take an Omaha shot till halftime because I figured I got it's not I, gonna, it couldn't hurt. I got to change it up. <laughs> Whatever I'm doing, it isn't right. So now I what tried to dance different, right? What about the rumor that uh, was, uh, is it, I want to say Ricky Sherman, is that right? No, it's Richard. 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 Ricky you Richard. Can you can go ahead and Ricky. give him a nickname Dick if you want. Sherman. Dick like Sherman. I like that. Dick Sherman. Um, no, he's not a dick. Anyway. He's a total fucking dick. I want to hear what you got to say. That there was a rumor that he had, had, well, the rumor isn't that he said it, but he uh, had said that uh, they managed to partially um, decode um, Manning's hand signals and, and audibles. They're full of shit. I don't right? think they're full of shit. The reason I I I, I they knew, rewatched they knew when the Super Bowl. The roots. I don't know what that uh, routes. I don't know what that means. I rewatched but. the Super Bowl two nights after it was aired, and because uh, partially because I was entertaining a party and I was pretty shammered the whole time during the Super Bowl. Although I did get to watch most of the game. When you watch the game sober, clear headed, you see a defense that knows exactly what the offense is getting ready to do. Now. When Peyton Manning's out there on the field and nobody can hear his calls, he does use hand signals. Whether it's this, he does these, he does these, he's and, and nobody can see what I'm doing right now. He uses these hand signals. He's using hand, you're using and, hand and, signals. And whether it's bring the wide receivers in or it lets a slot receiver know, hey, don't run a flat, run a slant, or it lets a tight end know, go on a post route or go on a 
going an out route, 10 yard out route. He's doing all these things. And you could see the communication between the linebackers and the defensive backs saying, come up, go back, come up, go back, bring it in. It was it was amazing to watch. If you rewatch it, and I know it would be brutal for you to rewatch Silva, if you rewatch it, you will see that that Seattle defense, they knew a hell of a lot more than people are giving them credit for. And then you can hang by your fucking neck in the fucking closet. <laughs> oh, God. That was brutal. Let me, let me tell you, here's why I disagree. You think they're just spewing shit, just talking in interviews, making winners? Up let's face it, the winner of anything wars, fucking football. History is written by the victor. History is win, written by the victor. Mm-hmm. So, right now they won. They could literally say whatever the hell they want. They've gone on national radio. I've heard them today go on national radio talking about how oh we knew we were gonna beat them and we knew this and we knew that. I disagree with them saying I know. I feel much more. I feel like it would be a much more appropriate way to say it would, would be we were confident that we were going to beat them. We were confident in our own ability. I agree we with that. Confident. I agree with that. This whole, like, we were, I know. No, I, we, we were hey, confident in our research do you remember, and our study. Do you Absolutely. remember the Baltimore game? Yes. The beginning of the season? Yes. What did he do? He called an audible at the line of scrimmage that normally, normally, and they fucking knew this, would go... To the flat, and what Julius Thomas did, he ran a wheel route. Yeah, he went like he was going in. Anyway, the whole defense went in there, boom, touchdown. And there's been people, there's Bill Belichick, I think, was the one who said he's like, no, you don't, you don't read Peyton Manning signals. He's like, there's no point in trying to figure it out because he changes them. He's like, they're not usually the same by the end of the season. They don't usually mean the same thing. Now, here's something that I saw when I was watching the game. It felt to me like the Broncos' game plan was, we're just going to go out there and do what we do. Exactly. They were going to go with what so, has been winning them games. And they said that, work. too, that they knew that, you know, kind of what the plays they were, that they saw, like, the Broncos usually run this here's, play on you've a got third and one. It was their tendencies. It was their tendencies. It wasn't the signal calls. It was the formations. It was everything. They ran and I'm not a big dis- John Fox I'm didn't not a big I'm not a big disbeliever in this, by the way. Just so we're clear, once you get to the two championship games, the AFC, NFC, and the Super Bowl, I don't think you should deviate too much. If you're winning, you're winning for what you're Roll doing. Roll with it. Absolutely. You went, the Broncos went 13 and three for a reason. Yeah. Okay, they Good scored team. the most touchdowns, most passing yards in a fucking. Now season. you hear about the week's schedule coming out more often than not due to. I went, but prior to the fucking the Super Bowl, I said the same thing about this about the the defense for Seattle Seahawks. They played weak offenses. They played a lot. Of, a they played a lot of backup point. quarterbacks. They almost lost to the Texans. I mean, if Matt Schaub doesn't throw a really the worst named team in the NFL. in the back of the end zone, absolutely, I agree. I, I mean, if Matt Schaub doesn't throw that bad pass and they get a first down, that game is over. They lose to the Texans, the worst team in the league. So there's a lot of things throughout the season. That can show you, you know, you can say a certain team's a certain way. Oh, well, the Broncos aren't fit. You know what happened? Shit fucking, it was quicksand, dude. It they got sucked The in. replacement, quicksand. Oh, yeah, quicksand, coach. That shit is scary. But go what back. is he talking about? No. You try and do one thing, and you struggle. What happens in quicksand? Where you struggle, the, the quicker you get out. Negative, Doug. You That's why they call it quicksand. You have to be quicker so than you sand. you know that is not true. Hey, for the record, though, you got to look at the 
I know you brought up the Texans, how the Seahawks almost lost. Look at the Texans-Broncos game. That was ugly until halftime. Texans had that game in the bag, and they, they gave it up. They did not. They, they were so playing a good did game. not. They were playing a decent game, but they were not. The, their offense, we still were doing better against their offense than the and Seattle. And I bet you Seattle offense. felt the same but way. But here's the, here's the thing. My, my, my whole point isn't that the that Seattle isn't the better team, because I think what happened was they came out with a good game plan, they came out with a I don't give a fuck attitude, they and they came out and said, we're just going to do what the fuck we do, and that's that's how it's going to be. I feel like and we're bringing Broncos, up old shit right now, and Silva's getting... I'm just a little irritated because people <laughs> want to talk about, ding, like, ding, ding. people want to talk about how it's like, oh, well, the Broncos got hit in the mouth, and they couldn't beat them, and they were just... Let's face it, dude, and like I said before... Unless you pr- could predict to me that they were Broncos were going to get blown out by 35, don't fucking talk to me. You don't know what you're talking about. Everybody else, everybody else, I haven't heard a single fucking person tell me, not one, that the fucking, that the fucking Broncos were going to lose by 35 points. I didn't hear one person. That's 35. What was the final score? 43 to 8. Oh, okay, okay. Thought it was forty. No, Man, I know you're a strong suit. Trust no? me. You, okay. you cannot tell me He's the been Seattle about Seahawks. This you cannot tell me the Seattle Seahawks are thirty-five points better than the Denver Broncos. Correct. You really can't. No, and nobody predicted it. So don't give me this. Oh, if I they knew, play I ten knew. times, who's going to win it, six of them? You know, it Seattle. You, you know what? And I thought Seattle might win seven. Be honest with you. I figured eight. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's seven at least seven. Why are they so good? They play without. They don't give a fuck. Because their mascot is They're, an actual fucking seahawk. <laughs> it's not a seagull. It's a spirit animal. Ironically, it's because they are young. It's really weird. It's to me, it's ironic because it's like they don't fucking know better. Like they don't, they don't know better than be fucking afraid of Peyton Manning. They don't know yeah. better. They don't give a shit. It's not like they faced a you lot of... You get a team out there like Green my, Bay. You guys, if you guys were on the Facebook page, you saw the number of quarterbacks I put up there. They played three quarterbacks that were in the top half of the league all season long. And they Smoke. played one of them twice. One of them beat them. That's Carson Palmer. Oh. And the other one they smoked. And that was Drew Brees. Yep. Twice. Twice. One regular season, one play. Both at home, though. Yeah. So it's one of those things, and they also lost to Carson Palmer at home. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you're so young that you don't know you're supposed to lose. You just don't give a fuck. You don't know you're supposed to lose. Yep. And that's the kind of way that you should always play, but that's not the way that everybody plays. There's a lot of veterans on the Broncos team. There's a lot of swagger, and I think, first of all, I don't think they're prepared for crowd noise. They were not prepared at all for crowd noise. And like I said, they didn't switch up their offensive shit. Did they? I mean, did they? Did they? Look, did the Broncos do anything? The new Broncos to did nothing different. And in fact, when they scored their six points and their two point conversion, they didn't do anything different. Seattle was playing a prevent defense uh, two at that point. point. Conversion was different, but yeah. Well, they were playing a prevent defense, and then and Seattle. They, was, just they, they knew they were going to win. They weren't worried about it. They said, "Let's just go ahead and drop back." And you know what's funny is you had a couple interviews through Seattle's defense come out this week where they said we didn't want them to score a point. We were going for a shutout. Now, another one of the local radio stations out here, um, they were talking about it today. Cam Chancellor actually was discussing the fact that Peyton Manning, with his eyes, he will tell you what he's going to do. 
he doesn't, the way he reads the field, he'll make his first look and he will throw to his second. And that's what he's been doing all season. And that they said that's something that they picked up on in game film time in the film room, that Peyton Manning will look one way and immediately throw to his second look. Um, so what they were telling each other, and again, that's probably why Richard Sherman said, if, if Peyton Manning would have noticed that we were catching on to how he was playing, he would have exposed us and they would have won the game. Um, I don't agree with that. Now, well, didn't have time to even well I'll tell you, can, am I, I, I'm allowed to use people's names, broadcast people out here, right? I can use their names on air? Sure. Alfred Williams said today, DMAC brought it up to him, he said, this is what this person said about Peyton Manning's eyes. And Alfred Williams says, absolutely. I saw it all season. That's what he did. He took the defense away. That defense bit because they were playing Peyton Manning. And they, they did not know what to do at that point. So what I'm getting at is basically, moral of the story is, is Peyton Manning has done one thing his whole career. He's used his eyes to go ahead and, and get the defense to bite a certain direction. Um, and for whatever reason, this Seattle defense picked up on that. They picked up on it, and they they hesitated. They would not go ahead and jump on that first read. They would not jump on the first read. They would jump onto that second read. And from the way, again, like I said, I, I rewatched the game, and the way that those DBs and those linebackers were there. You made douchebags. On, <laughs> on the slant routes, I think on the post did. routes, <laughs> on the out routes. They were there. They were meeting the ball every time. So either one of... One of two things happened. Either the game was rigged and Seattle was going to win it and Peyton Manning just went home with $100 bucks from Vegas. Or B, Seattle did its homework. Seattle did its homework. They they watched the past 18 games the Broncos have played and, and they saw exactly what Peyton Manning was doing. Whether it was with his eyes, whether it was with his play action, his fakes. It doesn't matter. They paid attention. They studied it. They watched it. And that gets into the point that you made earlier about... Once you're winning, you're like, okay, this is working. Let's keep doing it. We're winning this way. They play their two playoff games. Two pretty tight playoff games. The New England game was a little bit closer than the score uh, came out to be. But, or, I'm sorry, a little bit further away. I was going to say. A little bit further I feel away. Like both, both of those games were not as close as the score. I, I feel as though San Diego, it, it all came down to that Julius Thomas long it third down. absolutely it only did. did because of, like, a bizarre little comeback that they had. It so was, anyway, they had an onside kick to get that close in the game. They so needless, that close. Needless to say, the Broncos they they got figured out. Adam Gase's offense was figured out. Um, mm-hmm. The defense just wasn't there because you know what happened. Seattle Don't played players. Se- Seattle played a complete game. They made plays on defense, special teams, and I'm sorry, I don't I don't understand how Russell Wilson did not get the MVP. How I do, do. How? I do, because he didn't win the game. Their defense did. So you give it to the guy that had two picks, one for a return for a touchdown. They had 22 points by halftime. Most of that is the result of their defense. They were about to kick a third field goal when... I don't give a shit what Alfred says. That wasn't a ticky-tack pass interference call. That's going to get called in the end zone every time. But if Dale Carter... I keep on Dale Carter. Tony Carter... If Tony Carter just puts his hands up and knocks the ball away, that's all he had to do. He was well, like so worried about getting beat for the touchdown, letting the touchdown happen, that he interfered with them all the way into the end zone and got the penalty. That's enough. That's just three points instead of seven. 
And instead, and that's when Marshawn Lynch punched it in. And Marshawn okay. Lynch punched that in. But that was a result of a defensive turnover. They only had to go 37 yards. You don't understand why he didn't get the MVP. It's because he took a game over when they was 29. They were inside their 50 every time. It yeah. was 29 to nothing. The other team was getting... The way you explain it, I guess I understand was, it. The other but. team was quit. The, the other team was quit. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know who would have deserved it, to be honest with you. I really don't. Cam Chancellor, maybe. The MVP. Somebody on the defense totally deserved it. And I said that. If you they could give the MVP... You heard me say that at halftime. Like, I did. I was like, if Seattle wins, somebody on defense is getting a fucking... And I was bummed because I, I even said... I knew it. I said last week, I said, if the if somehow the Seahawks can pull this off, Marshawn Lynch will be the MVP. He was held in check. 50-some yards and a touchdown? I, I had no I had no doubt. And that touchdown was like a freebie. Uh, yeah, all day. Here's the one. Go ahead. Give Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is going to get a yard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it, it was a freebie. And it, I knew we I, I knew we didn't have to worry about Marshawn Lynch. And everybody's like, how could we not be prepared for Percy Harvin? It's like, he didn't play all season. You don't know how they were going to use him. You didn't I tell him, you he was going to be a part of this but game? But you know what? I told you he was going to be a but part he, of this game. They, but not he, on offense. But he, the, he wasn't being played like that when they had him at for New Orleans. Or wherever, whatever fucking game he got knocked out of. <clears throat> he wasn't playing like it that. It was New Orleans. Yeah. He wasn't playing like that before he got his bell rung. Yep. He was. They had him, and they had him out as a wideout, using him as a, a slot receiver. That's how they were using Percy Harvin. That when he came back, and that was like really his first game back. The they year. still used him in, used in the wideout position. They still used him in the wideout position. He had seventy plus yards in that game on the offensive side of the ball, and then he had the kick return for a touchdown. Which, by the way, I mean, Denver Bronco fans, you guys have got to be upset about the fact that your team cannot tackle. They cannot. Tackle. Who was, was it? Doug Baldwin or Curse? Was it Doug Baldwin or Curse? They caught the ball over the middle, hit immediately, hit by three other Broncos, and still walked it into the end zone from they have fifteen yards out. Curse. No, curse. They have players. Last name is Curse. And it oh. just it, it blew my mind Never how. Mind. <laughs> and, and okay, Silva, we're out in the garage. We're talking. We're drinking. We're smoking. The safety happens, and you looked at me and you go, "Oh no." Oh, no. You saw no. that look on my face, right? I was like... Bud comes out, and he goes, I'm not feeling too good about this. But there's a chance, and I and I kept telling you guys there's a chance, as long as you got Peyton Manning. But the score got to a point eventually where I just had to give you guys hugs. I think we cried together a little bit. I may have peed no on crying. your shoe. I may have peed on your shoe. Which you sat down to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> no, you're a bitch. You sit down. All right. So anyway, basically, the moral of the story, moral of the story is this Denver Broncos Seattle Seahawks game was not the. It did not go. How the anybody way. thought? No, even myself. And I'm. You can classify me as a Broncos hater, but you know what? I'm a well, Manning Champ Bailey fan. I want to see those guys win. Well, I want to see Manning win another ring. I want to see Champ Bailey win a ring. And I hope he comes back next year. And I hope the Broncos can get there. But you know what? The problems that you're going to have in the NFC are the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, and guess who's got a defense now that's pretty good? The New Orleans Saints. That's who you're going to have to see. That's who you're going to have to be. I would have preferred to play the Saints. I didn't say that. Oh, they. I, I tell you. And you know what? You know what would have been a good Super Bowl? Denver Green Bay. That would have been a freaking I think thirty. Was predicted at the beginning of the season. Thirty-eight, thirty-five kind of game. But you know what? It, it is what it is. Seahawks win. They get their parade. They get their championship. How about Russell Wilson? What do you think about him? 
I, I, I still don't have a different opinion about Russell Wilson. You think he's a game manager a little bit higher of a level than Alex Smith because of his um, uh, his passes on the run? Because of his he, – he doesn't make, like, good reads. He kind of just goes, I'm going to make stuff happen eventually. And it's just because defense breaks down. You know, one of these days he gets a bum, you know, bum ankle or bum knee a little bit, and his – his, his, his bad quarterback skills will get exposed. Rewind on that. Right now, it's Rewind because he's young it. and spry and he can run around. He gets popped in the ankle. Trust me, he gets an ankle turned, and you will see a totally different Russell Wilson. We'll go, well, he can't throw because of his ankle. Rewind well, I thought he was a terrific quarterback. Peyton Manning throw on a bad ankle, too. So I don't want to hear the fucking no, excuses. I want you to rewind on that when it comes to Russell Wilson because he still played a very decent. And, and mind you, the Broncos did give up about halfway through they the third quit. quarter. In fact, I think they honestly quit after the safety, which was 12 seconds into the game. But we're, I think they panicked. They panicked, the therefore, yeah. I think they panicked at the safety. Russell the safety. Wilson had one bad pass that game. It was the first pass from their, their first offensive drive to the tight end, Wilson, going out to the flat. He overthrew oh, him. Yeah. From there, dude, I'm telling you what, Russell Wilson drilled it. Every single ball was in the perfect spot. When, when I, I rewatch that game, when I rewatch that game, all I see are wide receivers with their hands in the perfect position in front, just a hair in front of their face, balls hitting them right there every time. Be honest in with you, stride. The Broncos' defense isn't. They're not good they're at not all. A very good defense. They're in not the first good at place. all. They're good at stopping the run, which is weird because it seems like the Broncos seem to go through these transitional periods where it's like, we can't stop the pass, we can't stop the pass. You can throw on the Broncos all day. It's how we kept losing to the Indianapolis Colts. Finally, we figured out how to stop the pass, and then teams were like, oh, we can just run up the middle on these guys. And they would run for like 10, 12, 15 the, yards up the middle. And they knew all you have to do is just go run, run, pass. And that's how you beat the Broncos. Okay, well, now we got to beat, beef up the middle. we got to stop the run. We stop the run. Now let's and go ahead and we pass. we got nobody who can like rush the pass. I'll tell you anymore. what, the, the only bright spot in that game for the Broncos, and I'm telling you that's the only touchdown. bright no, the only bright spot in that game for the Denver Broncos was their front four. They played lights out. Um, pretty good. Front seven, we'll even call it, because the linebackers had to move up. I want to cut you off just a little bit on that, because we do got to wrap this up. But um, you said DT, not a top five. No. He's playing with a separated shoulder in that game. That's fine. Have you ever separated your shoulder? I I never have. I've never had to. I have. And if you've ever separated your shoulder, let me tell you something. This guy. Let me tell you something. You can't push on people. Well, he did break a record. He did break a record for receptions in a Super Bowl. I was pretty impressed about that. He was the only guy trying at the end of the day. And at the end of the game, he was one of the few players on the Broncos offense who who was just like... I disagree with you. Happened. I disagree with you on that because there were four. I didn't four, say I put him in the top two or anything. There were, I just didn't take him out of my top there five. Were, there were four catches, and he belongs way outside of the top five. He's in like the eight or nine category. Whoa. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that later. Gonzo. There were four, and uh, Gonzo. You have to text him. Gonzo very well may agree with me. There were four catches in that game where if he would have not tried to get happy feet, not tried to make the cut, and go back a couple yards to try to get the extra yardage, I'm sorry, you're playing the best defense in the league. You're not going to be able to rewind your route after you have the ball. You're not going to be able to rewind your footsteps and still gain more yardage. If he would have punched more yards? Not when you're going backwards. Here's the deal. 
Rewatch the Super Bowl. Rewatch the Super Bowl. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna suck real bad. Rewatch the Super Bowl. Watch DT four catches. If he would have gone straight forward, it's a first down each time. But what he tries to do is get that yak. He wants that yak. He wants the yards after catch. I feel like this comes back to the same. Like I said, we'll wrap this up. But it comes back to the same thing. We come back to the Broncos were always trying to make a play. And that's what everybody was trying to do. From Peyton Manning. From the, the midway Holiday. through the first quarter on. From okay. Peyton Manning all the way to Trenton Holiday. Somebody was just trying to make a play. And I've seen it happen on every single guy's face. I gotta make the play. I but it was eight nothing. It was eight nothing. Get the first down. It was eight nothing. Get Sometimes the first down. Momentum is just is also a feeling on the field, man. Uh, dude, I tell you what, man. How many times did team hung over feel like it was over and they only scored one touchdown? Come on, man. You know. Yeah, but I'd rather. How many punt. times did we play on that defense and we thought that that game with that that we knew the game was going to be over just because we could feel the way. I'm really and dying. They scored to, one time. I'm dying to play some flag football, by the way. <laughs> we need to go ahead and get that going here in the next couple of weeks. I'm Jones in. One um, last thing on these Seattle Seahawks guys. They earned it. They can talk their shit. But don't tell me they're great sportsmen, okay? Because all they do after they win is gloat and talk their shit. Very sporting of you. Um, can I jump in real quick? And, guys, this is something I'm doing on my own. I asked you. I didn't ask you yet. I apologize, producer. I asked Gonzo, I asked you if we could do a, a quick little, just, you know, 15-second moment of silence for a friend of mine that we lost, actually, Super Bowl night. Big-time Broncos fan, loved his Broncos. Uh, he passed away in a tragic accident on, on Sunday night, actually. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. It was... It's about as bad as you can get. So I just want to go ahead and just bow my head for for about 15 seconds, and we'll go ahead and, and think about it, and you give me the green light when we're done. Thank you. Cheers. Nicholas Ortega, buddy. We miss you, and uh, you were—you will forever be remembered, you goofy bastard. Uh, Omaha shot for you, man. I'll take one for you right now. Um, all right. Top fives. Top fives. Top we'll fives. Top five songs. Let's get lighter in the mood here. Let's top do it. Five, top five. Which one do we want to do first? Is—is is there really an order at this point in our show? Let's go or? to the top five quarterbacks because we got <sighs> stuff. Because we got top 25 quarterbacks to get through, and that's going to be a conversation, and it's, that's almost going to be a show. You know what? I honestly almost want to get into it. I want to get Gonzo's. Fire, I'll tell you that right now. Let's do Gonzo's we top fives. We'll be going fives. one by one, Doug. Don't worry. Gonzo's top fives. Real quick. Let's knock him out. Uh, he told me number five is going to be uh, coming out. Okay, I'm sorry. Top five quarterback prospects coming out of college into the draft this year. Uh, number five is going to be Johnny Manziel. Shit ton of upside. He's still kind of concerned. Height, weight. When a 260-pound linebacker hits him, it is what it is. But Johnny Manziel, he's a Tim Tebow. They can actually throw the ball. Kind of a guy you want to watch out for here in this draft. I disagree with that, but I agree with that. Go on. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, Number four is going to be Taj Boyd. Taj Boyd had a great season last year. Mediocre season this year. But the guy is kind of like uh, this year's EJ Manuel. Um, I like Taj Boyd. I want him to make my list. I, I, there you go. Um, number three 
Number three is your, and if I butcher his last name, I apologize. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is from Eastern Illinois. You don't hear about him too uh, much. Sounds more Greek than Illinois. Well, Eastern Illinois is where he went to school. Oh, Doug. okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, Gonzo. Gonzo and I had the exact same ideas on this, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna double take it later. So I'm gonna say it now. So all you're gonna hear from me later is Jimmy Garoppolo number blah blah blah. You sir, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's the deal, guys. He's a solid quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a solid quarterback. Who? He, he, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh. He represented. Uh, he represented McCarron from Alabama in the Shriner Bowl, and he played lights out. Uh, small school, so you don't see too much about him. It's one of those things where if you you don't play in a big school, then you don't get the na- notori. Say it for me. Notoriority. Notoriority. Blah blah blah. blah. That notoriety. Notoriety. My <laughs> Holy God, crap, you like over the word notoriety? Notoriety. Don't fuck anyway. up words. But you got Garoppolo. I can handle Garoppolo. I can't handle the other one. Bam, Whoa. Let's go. Anyway, so what I'm saying is That's he's small school, big arm, and there have been comparisons to Tony Romo, which we'll get into later. Here's the deal. If you can play like Tony Romo, you're a stud. Uh, his number two, Teddy. Teddy Bridgewater, Louisville. He's a stud. I I have the feeling myself, but I'm not going to say that till later. Anyway, basically what Gonzo's saying is that Teddy Bridgewater is the second best quarterback coming out of this quarterback class. Mm-hmm. And number one is going to be Blake Bortles. Huge upside. Guy's got a big arm. Reads a defense. He's got legs. Oh, man, he's a big boy. He'll knock a linebacker over. And he will knock a linebacker over in the NFL. It's not a problem for him. He's got legs. He's got a big arm. He's got leadership. It is what it is. There's there's uh, Gonzo's top five. Your top five. Let's go. Real quick. Oh, I got to talk again. Okay, here we go. Number five, Taj Boyd, Clemson. Issues with mechanics and accuracy. Amazing deep ball, mobile, and smart. Those are my key words. That's how he's going to play in the NFL. Number four, Jimmy Garoppolo from Eastern Illinois. It's windy out here. Solid quarterback. Again, small school. It is what it is. You don't get to see him play too often. Um, and it's one of those things they compare him to Tony Romo. He's a he's a game player. He's a game manager, but he can make the big play when the when the time comes. You don't hear too much about him. It's unfortunate. Nobody got to see him play. Did you hear play. a lot of them on this show? Well, you're gonna because you know what? This guy gives me a Woody, and I hope the Bills draft him in the second round. Is that why you like his deep ball? I thought you liked. I hope he sits on me when he pees. Okay, number three, Derek Carr. Derek Carr from Fresno State. He's not his brother, number one. Uh, number two, huge arm, accurate, leader on the field. People follow him. His teammates love him. Number two, Teddy Bridgewater from Louisville. Again, one of those things. He's he's mobile. And Zell made your number one. No, hell no. Get out of here. Mobile. Bring him down tell me how great Manziel is. He's not even on your top five. He's, he's number six. He's number six, Jesus but you know what's funny crazy. is that Houston's going to take him at number one because he's the Beating local boy. The anyway, jump for Manziel, and then he doesn't even make your top five. Johnny Manziel, he's got to put on about ten pounds. I'll jump all over his Johnson. Like Twenty-five. Here you go, Teddy. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I said it all, but I, I worry about Teddy Bridgewater because he's kind of, and I'm not saying this because of racial uh, beings or whatever, because that's it's Whoa. not what it is. He's basically this year's Geno Smith. 
with a little bit more potential. He's got a little bit more upside. Geno Smith, he knew where, you knew what you were going to get last year. Teddy Bridgewater, he's actually able to learn every year, change his mechanics, change how he throws the ball, and he makes things happen. Good quarterback. Carry on to number one, Blake Bortles. I cannot wait to see this guy in the league. He he gives me a little mini Woody. He plays on the he can make plays on the run. He kind of reminds me of a mixture of Ben Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson. He's that guy that'll get outside the pocket, off his freaking back foot, getting tackled, throw a dart over the middle for a first down. That's the kind of quarterback you're going to get out of Blake Bortles. Uh, he extends plays. His his arms ridiculous. I mean, I, if I had a shoulder that big, then I'd be rifling those balls. Um, and he sees the field. He's got good eyes on the field. Uh, and people have actually compared his research and how he prepares for games to Peyton Manning. And and that kind of that's got to get you excited when you have the physical abilities of a Russell Wilson or Ben Roethlisberger, and you have the mental capacity of a Peyton Manning. You've got a pretty darn good quarterback. Period. It is what it is. Blake Bortles, my number one. Sweet. Ryan's top five for quarterbacks. Number five, A.J. McCarron. People will say, why? Like James did, so that he can fucking go take a piss. I like guys from big-time schools, Doug. Big-time, big-time schools. Because they've played in big games. They have big moments. You okay? No, I'm good to go. Oh, I gotcha. Nowhere to sit? Nowhere to sit down. Oh, I hate you guys. Okay, James. Okay. You can sit down now. (laughs) There's a seat that's opened up for you. AJ McCarron out of Bama, 6'3, 214. Um, He's pretty mature. He's been through all the big games. Doesn't make fart noise. But he's only on my top five. I mean, it's, you know, you got these quarterbacks in the league that, I mean, they're nobodies who become somebodies and, you know, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say AJ McCarron in the top five. Most of yeah. these guys, most of these guys will probably not even be in the NFL in two years. Who knows? Who knows? Number four, Johnny Man Weasel, Johnny Man Money. Uh, coming out, he's gonna have. I give him credit for the pocket awareness. He can run around the field. He makes plays happen. Um, incredibly accurate on the run. A little bit undersized. I say a little bit. I mean really undersized. I don't like where his head's at. I I think that's a big deal to me. And uh, I, I think that hurts him and his future in this league. Um, number three, Derek Carr. Yes. Huge arm. Big arm, dude. Oh, my Huge God. Arm. Huge arm. Steroid arm. Steroids, arms, huge arm. Big time. 6'2", 215, Fresno. He, uh... Isn't his brother. Uh, Hell but he, no. But in a lot of ways, he also still is. Um, Just because he has the same last name, bro. He's very similar, but he's not like... People aren't so in love with his arm. He actually does make better throws. He does not play well in big games. So that is where he is similar to his brother. Uh, number two, Blake Bortles. Yes, up something, top. Something I, have, I am surprised that you guys did not make this comparison. You compared him to... Romo. You got Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Oh, and a little I bit of Russell. I actually feel like he is more like, he's probably, in this draft, he's the most like uh, Andrew Luck. Um, Not even close. No, because here's the thing. 
is because you think everybody thinks Andrew Luck is like some kind of like statue pocket passer. No, absolutely not. He can but, run. Boy's got yeah, wheels. I know, but everybody would like to believe he is just a pocket passer, and he is not. He makes plays with his legs, and so does Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles makes tons of the same passes. He has the same kind of preparation skills. He is a big-time quarterback, and I think, big time. I think to me, he is... There's one A and one B. And I got Ted Bridgewater. I'm calling him Teddy because he's a fucking adult, okay? His name's Ted. You mean Gummy? His name's Teddy, bro. His name is not Teddy. He's an adult now. That is like when you were young and you people like you know, call you Lenny, but when you grow up, you don't get me called Lenny anymore because I'm James and then I go to Jimmy and then I go to Jim. Jim. <laughs> Forget about it. That's right. Because <laughs> you're a grown up now and nobody's gonna call you little Jim. Okay, we'll go with Teddy Bridgewater Gumby, number one. Gumby Boss didn't make Can your I- list can i make a, a one minute introduction here or a little intervention per se no who is the most complete quarterback in the league now complete whether it's on the run outside the pocket can we wait till time? we get to our top 25 quarterbacks before we talk about that yeah i'm pretty sure we're on the same page then okay. <laughs> right. top five nerd flicks yes Top five nerd flicks. Got to go through them quick. Go, you want me to... Gonzo's. Gonzo's. Number five, Rocky. Because that's the, the, you know, the guy on the downside. He's creeping on a come up. Boom. He wins shit. I don't think anyone understood what you meant, Ryan. I guess not. No. Uh, Number four. Guys, guys, number four is Major League. He loves that movie. Those were his words. (laughs) Number three. Yes, I just wrote underdog when I wrote it to him. Number three. Oh, you ready for the next underdog? Hoosiers. <laughs> okay, we got number three at Hoosiers. Number two, he went a little bit outside the box here. Teen Wolf. Oh, yeah, you gotta love that shit. Still a sports movie. And his number one. It's sports. Good job, Gonzo. Number one, Karate Kid. I guess it's a sport. It's karate. No, it's, we've established it's a sport. I, I suppose... That qualifies. If you said underdog to him, but that's not what you... Okay, next. I wrote nerd, loser, underdog. You knew what I was talking about. Well, yeah, but we Gonzo's had a conversation. list is also very legit, by the way. It is. You know. It's in there. If you it, go via underdog, but not nerd. Right. All right, I want to hear... There's not one nerd on that list. I want to hear uh, Mr. Silva's, since he was the one that came up with the topic, and we didn't know what the I'm fuck going to he go was with, talking about. I'm going to go with a 5A and B. Uh... 5B being 16 Candles. Love it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm loving is, it. Doug, Doug, see, now, now that I say that, do you understand yes. kind of what the list was supposed to be? Yeah, and that you're going to love my sense. list then, so okay. carry on. Number five, War Games. Yes! Okay. Almost made my list. Uh, number four, Can't Hardly Wait. Okay. Oh. Like full of fucking people. So instead of going all John Cusack, you went all John Hughes. Got it. <laughs> Bada bing. Oh, God, he's giving me a thumbs true. up. You'll like my next one. Number three, Shaun of the Dead. That almost made my list. I was thinking about it. The movie is fucking great. Number two, Office Space. Ah, yes! I love that. I like my list. Oh, I don't it's love not. it that much, though. Number one, and I, I feel like this is totally exactly the whole, what I was meaning this list to be. Number one, Super Bad. Okay. Good one. Okay. I, I didn't even think I felt about. like I felt Did, like that there. was almost the ideal okay. when I was talking about okay. nerd flicks. This was kind of like guys who are nerdy in the movie yeah. underdog loser. Yeah. Kind of yeah. I got you, got you, got you. So, uh, that, Mr. Wayner. See, listening to your top 5, I'm like 
Now I want to change mine. No, I'm sticking. <laughs> but I will not. I'm, I'm sticking, sticking with, with it. mine. Yeah. Okay. Now, now in my mind, I was thinking, nerd, nerdy, geeky, underdog. He gave us a freaking subject of about twenty thousand movies. So these are my top five. My number five is Tron. I love that movie. Totally nerdy. Totally geeky. Luckily, the new one had some special effects because the first one was was definitely lacking. It was definitely Number four is Spaceballs. Spaceballs. John Candy, rest in peace, my dude. I love Spaceballs. Oh, you almost, you had it on there. It was close. Uh, Here's the deal. My number three, Office Space. Give it to me. Hackers. My number two is Hackers. Fucking man, it was on my list. See, dude, it's on my list. It was the first movie I ever. Dude, my number two. Can't hardly wait. That was on my list. It was like the third one I said. Hey, my number two is Hackers. That movie. Movie's awesome. Oh my god, what a good movie. I mean, you can't put enough nerds in a room and have them fuck shit up at one time other than the movie Hackers. And my number one is... The network security guy is, like, evil. <laughs> what movie were we? He's talking about Hackers. Uh, Fisher Stevens. Yes. Uh, plays the Indian guy on the... I'm um, glad I shut up. <laughs> short Circuit movies. Incredibly yes. racist. Incredibly. Mm, used to date Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, guys, my number one... Is Star Wars all of them? <laughs> Every all single of them. All of them. How do you like my main list? Like, when, I told you. Did you I go to like the last? Did you go? Did you like show up to the 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 broadcast and the releasing of the last one in the movie theaters? You're gonna see a whole lot of you standing in front of there, Doug. That's the biggest nerd movie you're ever gonna see in your life. Every single one of them. Dude, Phantom Menace. How do you like my I still list watch there, it. Though. I'm a nerd. I don't have glasses, but do, I'll put them on. How do you like this? That's dear. Yeah, Ryan's Ryan's. My Pantera list. Right, Ryan's. Yeah, Ryan's Phase One list was something. Okay, um, I kind of took it as a kind of a social outcast vibe. Um, slash nerd number five, being John Malkovich, uh, John Cusack as uh, the uh, the marionette. Um, number That's four. I cut everything down. There's a lot of John Hughes on there. A lot of John Hughes. I really wish I would have thought of Weird Science. I'm pissed I didn't make my list. Weird Science. Oh, oh my god, what a good movie. I know. She was so hot. I almost put Revenge of the Nerds in just because uh, Even on the, the TV list. show was, uh, what's her name? Vanessa Angel was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember all this crap. Uh, number four, War Games. Yes, get in there. I, it was my six. Do it you was want my to six. play a game? Solid six. Um, on the same kind of idea of hackers, um, my number three was sneakers. Mm. Yeah, I got nothing. I love that movie. I love that movie. I don't think I've seen it. I will always love that movie um, because it's me. Number two, Fight Club. You know, I like that. I wanted to put Fight Club on there, but I didn't feel like it met my criteria based on the list that I had. Social Outcast. It's all about how I, I got. I, I know. Yeah. I, and you I, know me. You know but me. Based on, you see my list. Based off of my list right here, that's... Uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and my number one, um, because I refused to put Revenge of the Nerds on here because it was too easy. Right. Real genius. Oh my... Are you kidding me? I missed Weird Science and Real Genius. And I want to go kill myself. Yeah. Seriously, right well, now. Well, don't. I cannot... Ugh. Yeah, I know you need me next week. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> After next week, go ahead and do what you gotta do. 
But right now, don't worry about it. Not even at uh, the beginning of March, you can kill yourself. Bam. New top. <laughs> and my feelings that are hurt. Just happened. Ladies and gentlemen, and I'm drinking Seagram's. Here we top go. Top 25 quarter. We'll find you sitting on the toilet like Elf. Here's, so, here's how we're going to do this. Gonna what are we going to do? The bottom five, the middle 10, top 10. Okay. And we're going to go back and forth? Yep. Okay, uh, okay, so... Just to get it, just to get it going, just to get everybody going. There's a football page that Sylva and I both follow pretty closely, and they NFL did a... Insider. They did a... They, you guys suck. Anyway, they uh, did a thing called a quarterback eliminator, and they left it up to the fans on what quarterbacks were eliminated at what certain point, and the number 25 quarterback that was eliminated out of 25 pissed off Silva and I. So what we're doing right now... Is we're telling an NFL insider to go fuck yourselves, well, number here's, one. Here's the problem. Because we have a podcast and you when, don't. When you lick leave it. it up to the fans, they're uh. going to get it fucking wrong because even when you say you need to leave your hate out of it, they're too idiotic to not do that. So. I want to hear Silva's top five first. Top, the bottom 25. Starting at number one, right? Starting at number 25. Oh my I, God, I'm glad I didn't start where I was going to start. No, we don't go, we start from the bottom and go up. We don't want to talk about the greatness and then work our way into shittyhood. Let's go. Okay, let's word? go. It is now. now. <laughs> shittyhood. <laughs> let's go. What do you got? 25, Locker. 24, Manual. 23, Tannehill. 20, I told you you would not like that. 22, RG3. 21, Bradford. And I think I stopped there. No, yeah, I go to 20. Flacco. So we're just doing... Okay. So my number twenty number twenty five quarterback in the league is Ryan Tannehill. I guess I only was supposed to go down to Bradford, but twenty five Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. twenty four Sam Bradford, twenty three Geno Smith, twenty two Carson Palmer, which I hated putting there because he's good sometimes, and number twenty one. God damn it! I thought we were gonna go the other way. <laughs> I'm gonna call him EJ Nee EJ Manuel. <laughs> I feel like he's at 21 because of the homerhood. Not even close, because wait till you see. Just wait. Well, because I... Here's the thing. You can't just keep making up words and adding hood at the end. I can. I can add hood to everything. I'm like, hungry hood. Does that, that make a difference? That is hood E. And your hunger hood is... I'm going to here's food the hood. I think EJ Manuel, hood. EJ Manuel next it year... It the grocery hood. The, this was my... Food hood. You wanted to talk about current quarterbacks going into the next season. Where do they rate? I think EJ Manuel is a better quarterback than Carson Palmer, Geno Smith, Sam Bradford, and Ryan Tannehill. Is that too hard? I mean, is that... That's you're, not too much to ask. You're screaming about RG3 making your list on that page. Oh, just give me... Just go he, to your next 10. Okay, but RG3 isn't even in your 25. You put RG3 as your 24. No. No. Dude, I can't say no. him yet. I'm not allowed no. to. You won't but, let me. But according to your NFL insider talk, your speak, you had him after. No, 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 no. You said Locker... No. Dude, Locker's hard on my... RG3. Oh, yeah, okay. And I said Locker would be the 24th, and you said, nope, RG3. Well, then I actually started looking at statistics, and I started looking at things, and I figured who's got more upside than the other, and I decided that Jake Locker deserved to not even be on the list because he's not going to be the quarterback there next year. So... I, I was like, wrong, I but like, I still defended you. You've got to love me I for that. I felt like the top 25 that they had on there was pretty legit. 
and that's the top I didn't go off that top 25. I, I, I went off my top 25. I, I understand that, but I felt like when I looked at the other people who were not making the list, okay, I was so like... So we'll go at top 26. Brandon Jake Boyer, Locker, well, Ryan Tannehill. come back from his knee injury. I so, so we'll go we'll go top 26. Ryan, or I'm sorry, Jake Locker, Ryan Tannehill, Sam Bradford, Geno Smith, Carson Palmer, E.J. Manuel. Go. Okay. We'll Number go to, 20 we'll down. Let's go work to 20 down to fucking 11. Go. And I'm pretty sure you'll mostly agree with I that. I will list. agree. Number 20, Flacco. Number 19, Palmer. Number 18, Smith, Alex Smith. Uh, I like it. Okay. Number 17, Andy Dalton. Number 16, Raperberger. <laughs> Number 15, Colin Kaepernick. Number 14, Eli Manning. Close. Number 13, uh, Natty Ice. Number 12, Russell Wilson. Number 11, Matt Stafford. We're close. We're very close on this. I'm going to start my number 20, and I really wish I could have done 21 and 20 at the same time because I said EJ knee because he's had three knee injuries, two surgeries, and I'm going to go with number 20, RG knee, because he's got a knee too. Uh, He does have a knee. He actually has two. uh, Number 19, Joe Flacco. Number 18, Colin Kaepernick, because just not quite there yet. I'm just not giving him any love. Uh, well, because he's he's a game manager. He's Alex Smith, but with tattoos, and he can run a few more yards because he's younger. Uh, number 17, Matt Ryan. 16, Alex Smith. Number 15, Andy Dalton. Number 14, Jay Cutler. Number 13, Eli Manning. Number 12, Matt Stafford. Number 11, Nick Foles. Hmm. Nick Foles five. What do you feel about those? Mm. All right, are we talking? We're not. Are we talking fantasy leaders? Or are we talking quarterbacks that are going to oh, take no, their I'm team to the championship? I'm talking about quarterbacks. I don't. Okay. Fantasy is not. Is just that. It is just the fantasy. Fantasy numbers are great. You'll notice where Matt Stafford is. He is in the middle pack in fantasy. He is actually way up there at the top. Gotcha. But that doesn't mean you're a winner. That doesn't mean your mechanics. Where do you good. think about my placement of Nick Foles? Nick Foles right at number 11. That's um, a legit area. I think you haven't heard me mention his name yet, have you? So I think he's probably so 8, 9, or 10. I feel like I have eight, a nine much or better... I, I have him playing much better next year because he looked pretty damn good. He's a fucking stud. Dude. I'd have sex with him and his mom at the same time. Not to make it weird. Napoleon Foles. <laughs> kicking ass. So we got down to 11, and let's go Did down Matty to... Did Ice make your, make your... Is he in your no. top 10? Matt Ryan, he's number Matt 17. Matt 17. 17. Okay. He, he was your 14. You put him way back there. He's like 13. 13. I actually think more you of know what? than Eli Manning. Let me show you who Two-time I changed. Super Bowl champion and MVP. I put, I put Matt Ryan initially at number 11, and you can see my whiteout. I put Matt Ryan at 11, and then I put these quarterbacks, and I said, you know what? They're almost interchangeable. They're they're almost interchangeable, and I figured Nick Foles had the more upside, so I put him at 11. And when you hear my top 10, you're going to fucking love them. No, really? Because I feel like I didn't hear Will, Russell Wilson said. So no, I you have not, and you're not going to hear him until a couple more you're names. You're talking so. shit about game managers, and holy shit. I feel like that There's guy. a difference between a game manager and a game changer, though, and we've got to get past that. You, need, you to, need to. You need to enunciate. It just sounds like you're saying game makers and game managers. Game. I know, that's what I'm saying. Fuck, what do you want me to say? Game. Do you want me to game? <laughs> anyway, carry on. Game. We're starting at number 10. It's gay and me. 10 through 6. Game go. G-A-Y. 10 through 6, go. 10 number through 6. Number 10, 
Jay Cutler. Okay. Number nine, Nick Bowles. Number eight, Philip Rivers. Number seven, Tony Romo. Number six, Cam Newton. Number five, Andrew Luck. Number four, Drew Brees. Number three, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Peyton Manning. Number one, Tom Brady. Well, I'm already ready to vomit. I mean, I don't even know what to say to this. Okay. You don't know what to say to that? Uh, there's no I way. I feel like that list There's is no way that that the quarterback of this year, and, and mind you, I, I wanted to bring this up, but you wouldn't let me, so I'm going to go ahead and do it when I get down there. My number 10 is Phillip Rivers. Number 9 is going to be Russell Wilson. He's a better quarterback than Phillip Rivers currently in the league, and he's got more to offer next year. Really? Because he doesn't have more yards or touchdowns. What? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, but he's got more Super Bowls. Oh, okay. Well, that's the only. <laughs> I guess that's the only thing that matters. So okay. Trent well, Dilfer you know is what? An amazing quarterback. If thing. if Russell Wilson was forced to throw as many passes as Philip Rivers, I'm pretty sure he would be higher ranked than Philip. It's not forced to. It's because he's able to. It's because he doesn't have to. Okay. Number eight. He's a game manager. Number eight, Tony Romo, who the <laughs> NFL insider he sits was down to pee. Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Number eight, Tony Romo, who the NFL insider fans. Vo- fan votes was the first one to get knocked out of the top twenty-five. You me. are idiots, and your fans are stupid, and you guys are stupid for doing this. Carry on. I feel like most of those people that voted for him too were also Cowboys fans, which I think is stupid. You got to carry your quarterback. You got to love him. What you love him or hate him, love him. Uh, my number seven is Big Ben Roethlisberger, dude. He's still stud. He is what he is. Wow. I, I, he's better than Romo. He's better than Russell Wilson. He's better than Philip Rivers. He's got more rings. He's got a. He's got That's better it. statistics. He's got better statistics as far as completion percentage when it comes to a season. He's got more wins. It is what it is. Number six is going to be Andrew Luck because dude's a stud. Even a caveman can do it. Number five, my man crush. If you want to call me Cam Newton, then you can call me and we'll hang out sometime. It's cool. Don't make it weird. I knew that was going to happen. I was like, Cam's going to be like, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if Cam's like. Well, you know who my next four are. You know who my next four are. It should be easy. It's number four is (laughs) Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. Number three is Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. Number two is. Tom Brady. Hmm. My number one. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Now, what I, I was feel gonna, like those top four is almost interchangeable depending on who you are and what part of the country. Well, when we were discussing uh, who is the best quarterback, who is the most able quarterback in the league, who is the quarterback that can do everything? Can he can he throw on the run? Can he read a defense? Is he smart? Does he spread the ball around? Can he use his legs? So therefore, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were taken out of out of that number one role, because you know what Aaron Rodgers can do? He can run a twelve yard touchdown if he needs to. You know what Peyton Manning's gonna do? He's either gonna throw three and go three and out and kick a field goal. You know what Tom Brady's gonna do? He's gonna throw three, go three and out. You know what Breeze is gonna do? He's gonna throw three and go three and out. Aaron Rodgers is gonna do everything it takes to make their to score a touchdown. And Aaron Rodgers has, I'm sorry, he's got a gun. Guy's got a shoulder like a boulder. Boom! I just made that happen on the air. I made a rhyme. Aaron Rodgers is a stud. I mean, he is what he is. He broke his collarbone this year. If not, they would have won the Super Bowl. They would have won the Super Bowl. They would have beat Seattle. They would have beat Denver. They would have beat New England. It, it doesn't matter. The New, or I'm sorry, the Green Bay Packers 
are the team that they are because of Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to have the greatest season a quarterback has ever had this coming season. Disagree. But he's I not will gonna, go he's through not my gonna... top four. The reason why Breeze is – or my top five. I'll go away with my top five. Okay. The reason why Andrew Luck over Cam Newton is because I feel like you want to talk about somebody who has it all. Somebody who has it all minus the experience, that's Andrew Luck. He is somebody who can do – Everything. He can do anything you ask him to do. All of it. They were back-to-back on my list. They were interchangeable, but I have a man curse, so therefore... Therefore, he is your fifth. I I got you. I knew (laughs) knew the only reason he's your number five. I was Like I said, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was like your number three. (laughs) So, number four was Breeze. He doesn't have the size. He's actually more of a gunslinger than people will give him credit for because of the way his offense is designed, he throws a lot of deep passes and he likes those tiny skinny little guy receivers, which is why they got smacked around by Seattle because they like little guys and everybody's like, "Well, we shut down Jimmy Graham." That's literally all you have to do because their receivers are so tiny. Lance Moore just fucking hit. Him. Lean on them a little bit and the dudes are out of the play. And Drew Brees will hang in that pocket and he will make a bad pass because he's trying to throw it. He's more of a gunslinger. I got Aaron Rodgers at number 3. Mostly because I've seen him make, like, really some kind of silly passes sometimes. And you're like, I feel like the guy should be smart enough to not throw that kind of ball. He has tons of the, the skills to do it. You're right. He's got minimal he interceptions in the league. So, like, he's he, he's... he makes the bad timing ones for a guy who's as big time as he is. I have watched him do it. He has also made big time passes. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's, like, sat there and, and let's face it, he's got a cannon, dude. The dude's got an arm. I hope that doesn't change with a broken collarbone. I know it's not as honest throwing a shoulder, so that's good. That's definitely a good thing. I'm pretty but, sure he showed in the uh, the uh, divisional playoffs that he can still that, swing I, the ball. I still felt like he was a little hesitant. Dude, he was off. He, I'm sorry. He was off because break of your dick and see how well you fuck. Number I mean, two, it is what Manning. It is. Um, I'm sorry. He literally just broke all those records you were just talking about. Rogers breaking. He actually broke those, and he didn't just kind of break. Well, he kind of broke the passing. Gotta look at, yards. You gotta look but at the teams destroyed. they play. You, you don't look at the schedule. Look the at the schedule. schedule. Look at okay. I can go back to go back to Manning's year or Brady's year when he broke all the records, right? What did they do? He played a first place schedule. No, he ran the fucking score up on shitty teams. I watched them throw a touchdown pass on a fourth and seven from the thirty yard line. You don't think that they could have kicked a field goal? Five teams. Hold on. They may have ran the score what, what up is, on. Two of which were Buffalo. I watched them run the score up on at least six teams. It is what it Throwing is. Throwing touchdowns on fourth and seven when you're up fucking 42-3. to three. Pretty much what the Seahawks did against three. the Broncos this that last weekend. That was a pride thing. Okay. Carry on. Shut up. Wide right. <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> I love you, though. <laughs> I gotta defend my number one. I, oh, I, I oh. don't. I don't love the guy, but you know what? I hate the guy. I Dude, hate him. The guy competes. He is the master competitor, and he has a hell of an arm still to this day. And don't tell me he can't run for fucking touchdowns because he did it. He does it. <laughs> I've seen the fucking guy do it, and he doesn't mind. He's one of those few elite quarterbacks. And this is why I put him over Manning. Because when it's fourth and one, he'll you take know a he shot. He does. He tucks the ball underneath and he runs forward because he is a super competitor and he wants to win the game. 
I can give him respect for that. He is kind of a pretty boy, and he kind of pisses me off. He's somewhat of a dick. He takes on the personality of his coach. But the guy's a fucking master, dude. And he can still sling it. He still has a fucking laser. What's that, a a fifth or sixth sixth round pick? You imagine the fucking... You imagine the fucking season they would have had. They could have won the Super Bowl if they had real receivers. If they had DT and Decker on their team instead of... The team they had, you they wouldn't even be talking. The Super we would not even be talking about how bad we're eating crow we, right now. We'd not be even talking close. about how the Broncos couldn't beat the Patriots in the AFC they were title that game. Good, and that Tom Brady went out there and smacked the Seahawks around because he's that good. Because he doesn't have tendencies. His tendency is to win. That's what yep. he does. He yep. hasn't done it in a long time. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. He is like what. I think he's eight and nine. But now. he's the winningest. Uh, he's the winningest playoff quarterback yes. ever. 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 And I mean, good luck beating that. I mean, he... And he's Super Bowl as, rings, he's been to five. I mean, that's impressive. Elway went to five, he went two. So, as long as Tom Brady's playing for the New England Patriots, they're going to be legit. It doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. it was proven this the same year. thing with the Broncos. It's the same thing with the Broncos, that no matter what happens, they'll be legit. Here's the thing with Rodgers. So, would if Tim won Tebow the won the Super Bowl? Bowl when they won would the if Super Tim Bowl, Tebow won the Super Bowl? Tim Tebow would never win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Rodgers, Rodgers... He might win tickets off of a contest. Rodgers was... um, The year that they had tons of injuries, Rodgers kind of kept them in the lead, but he couldn't... I mean, look at all the injuries the Broncos have, and look at all the injuries the Patriots have. So, And you look at that, and you those two guys were in the AFC title game at their age. That's... I look at Aaron Rodgers... They turn around their teams because it doesn't matter how injured their team is. When the when the fucking when but the when Packers you're injured, the Super Bowl, but when you're injured, when, when the Packers injured, won the Super Bowl, oh uh, look at all their starters. All those dudes didn't matter. The guys who ended up playing the next year were the starters on that team. Yep. So the, it to me it was like a, they they just took a whole bunch of diamonds in the rough. Like hey look I, we actually got a good team, and it wasn't Aaron Rodgers carrying them through that season. It was the whole team carrying through that season. Uh, I think the, Manny the whole and Brady team carried their whole team. Here's the deal. Season. Pay, uh, Aaron Rodgers carried his team up until he got hurt and the backup quarterback actually floated them through the next handful of games. Tough games. No, they were tough games. Absolutely tough games. Aaron Rodgers comes back, wins the game that matters the most to get him into the playoffs. And then rapes a dog. Here's the deal. With Aaron Rodgers, here's the deal. Right, with, Tug? With with Aaron sure. Rodgers with Aaron Rodgers. That's a halftime. Aaron so Rodgers like doesn't lose games by 17 plus points. Aaron Rodgers keeps he rapes the game. a dog. He keeps the games within three to seven points, and it's usually on his shoulders when he loses. Okay, and the way I look at that is that this is only his fifth year as the starting quarterback for the Packers. He's he's like buying his time for the win. He's a stud, That's dude. Some fucking... You can't you cannot stop a guy that uh, that is unstoppable. Okay, here's the deal. If and you, dog raping. And, and this is a really sad thing to say. I'm sorry, Green Bay Packers fans. If if the Green Bay Packers had the Denver Broncos defense, they would have won the Super Bowl this year. Period. Huh. Now, and that sucks because you know where the Packers were rated? 28th. Broncos were 21st. If the Green Bay Packers had the Broncos defense, they would have won the Super Bowl this year. That's my personal opinion. I, I picked them to go there. I picked them Did to they have the lose. the same injuries and everything? Ah, well, I don't know. It's broken collarbones. You got guys blowing ACLs. But Russell Wilson is amazing. 
He's he not a, I, did, I did not say he was amazing. I said he was a little bit above average. All right, what's my fastball, my man? We got to hurry up here. Well, I, I hope you were wait. watching. I hope you were listening at to the Olympics. I fucking hope. Okay. Oh, you hope that was about the Olympics? We'll we'll throw that in as our seventh inning wretch. Yes, we will, Doug. Doug shakes. Quick, Gonzo quick. is shaking his head no. Will the Knicks make the playoffs? They are two and a half out of the eighth spot right now. Well, oh my goodness, that's the that's brutal because I don't really like the Knicks because the Knicks took my boy Carmelo Anthony from us. I hope Carmelo Anthony fails. If that's fucked up, call it, it is what it is. You got a player like J.R. Smith on your team. He's either going to be the all-star, the stud, the guy that's going to fucking make the threes, that's going to win the game, or he's going to take the threes in the last four minutes and he's going to lose you the game. Uh, when it comes to New York Knicks, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I think they're going to they're going to hover right around that eleven to nine spot. They're not going to make it. Um, bad coaching. You've got bad play calling. You've got Carmelo Anthony who thinks he's Kevin Durant or LeBron James, and he, he's not. He's not nowhere close to there. He can score. He can't play defense. Um, I've I, I I just don't think it's going to happen. And I really hate you for this fastball right now because. I've got about a minute worth of, of speech when it comes to this game. I, or this game, this this season. Uh, I don't see the Knicks getting anywhere near the playoffs this year. Period. And I've got... Oh, James, go. I hate you right now. There's and an audience. There, there's an audience, but they're going to be like, who the fuck cares about the Knicks? Why didn't you ask about the Nuggets? Because that's our hometown team. Now, the Nuggets tonight got that smoked, would- smoked, smoked. They by the Knicks, and that's because the the Nuggets suck. Oh, so I ask you about a team that's playing the Knicks, the hometown team, but you can't. You can't I'm gonna leave. Get, get, here's the deal: this fastball is not going anywhere, but I want Silva to step in and go ahead and tell me about the Knicks. Wanna, ow! You want to know about the Knicks? Yes. Well, you're not gonna know about the Knicks because he went to the bathroom, and the time is gonna run out in five, four. Three, two, ding, ding, ding. You didn't ding. This thing takes a second to ding, too. Gee whiz. So he's peeing. He, so we all know he's sitting down. Yeah, he's taking a break. So he's sitting there, peeing. Changing on his tampon. <laughs> his sanitary napkin. With his nuts floating in the water. Nope. It's a, it's just, he's just got a giant labia, is what that is. The labes. Yeah. That's what we call them. It's a lab sack. The, 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 the nickname. For the a labia? Labes. The labes? The labes. James the labes whiner. I sat. <laughs> he had to unroll his labia. Um, what are we doing now, guys? I've been gone for a couple seconds. You took, too, you took too long tickling your clip. Let's do the dugout. Do the Doug. Dugout. Doug. Emeril Agassi or Paula Dean? Bam! Oh, I love it. I love his spices. They're awesome. Doug, what amenity in Sochi would you miss the most if it wasn't there? Uh, fishing in the toilet. I love fishing. I mean, when I saw that meme, I was like, oh my God, people are... There's a thing that says you're not allowed to do this. Who wants to fish Doug's turds out of the toilet? <laughs> what is the like, last one? It looks like he's break dancing or like miming a wall. Did you understand that? I did no not miming understand in the toilet. Yeah, no, no miming. 
No, no upper deck. Uh, no upper, no decking, upper decking. No break dancing. Uh, no ping standing up. No. Oh yeah, you got. Yeah, to say James. It. I'm awesome at that. James is good. You know what? I hate fine. you guys for talking shit about that. You're like, oh no, I don't sit down. I just be like a Russian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing that Doug has said all night. Hey, Doug. Uh, Doug, you ready for this? Steak or pork? Steak. I was gonna say he's Jewish. Lachaim. Fuck. Well, I, I am bacon's natural product. Here you go. So. All right, you ready? That's the one half of you. Expensive Chinese food or dollar scoop? Expensive Chinese food. Why? Because it's not cat. It all tastes the same. It's cat. But it's good. No, it's not. <laughs> on on it's that very cat. similar note, pho or pho? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just go, fuck. <laughs> so you want Havana or you want Hamden? <laughs> no? I don't get the Adam. You don't get that? No. There's there's pho on Havana and there's pho on Hamden. Oh. Restaurants? No, I, yeah, I got it. Hey, bro, you've been to pho 9,362 yet? That shit was awesome. It starts with a nine because nine's a lucky number for the that's uh, fucking not. Oh my god! I just almost dropped it. Nope. Nope. Nine. 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 <laughs> yes. Oh fuck! What a good show. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo.